Hello, darlings. Please do excuse the humming of the air conditioner in the background. It's still dark, although it's morning. I haven't heard the birds yet. Shout out to Vicky. <laughs> Recent segment was saying, well, if the birds are up, I'm up. I've been doing a bit of listening uh, this morning. And I got to Georgie D. Because I was sort of like just going down the list. Uh, when you hit the seal. For the podcast listeners, I apologize for the inside baseball of anchor. I've been trying to limit it these days. But anyways, I was listening to Georgie D and her trip to the beach. And it just, I don't know what it was, (laughs) but this whole thing of ethics and morality and the two different polarized, and I still haven't found, I went to Google, (laughs) what is the name of the, the kind of the oppositional paradigm to like um, virtue ethics and deontology, which is kind of like one side of the coin, which is like intentions. And then the other side of the coin is outcomes And when we weigh up people's morality in situations, we kind of do a mixture of the two weighing up intentions and outcomes. Um, There's some famous, like, sugar thing, poison, sugar, you know, like... So Mary makes her friend Jane a cup of tea and puts in a spoonful of sugar and unbeknownst to her it's actually poison and she kills her friend like how much you know blame do we ascribe to her so let's look at a different scenario where it's marked poison but it's just sugar and so she gives her friend the cup of tea she means to kill her but her friend's not dead So first one, dead friend, second one, not dead friend. First one, um, internally immoral, um, unintentionally immoral, second one, intentionally immoral. And there's a few, you know, different iterations and then, you know, and yeah, what is the extrinsic outcome? What is it that is like tangible, the, the effect in the world, regardless of who you are as a person and what your behavior was at that time. It's all kind of weighed up in, mm, how would you put it, like in light of each other. Well, what I've noticed as a human condition thing, I'm sure somebody else has noticed it besides me, well, I, I hope so. <laughs> I should try to find them. Uh, is that when it comes to ourselves, we really want people to understand our intentions and where we're coming from and to be also considered 
ultimately like a good person you know for people to be able to see us as a as a good person you you may have even had bad actions but um you didn't mean it that way or it wasn't really your fault because you were just reacting to something else and so you really want understanding when someone lets you know that you've hurt them or a situation you've you know you've caused some kind of harm in the world like that people have see as being harmful and when it comes to when we hurt um like when (laughs) so when you're you're doing the hurting you want to be understood um and when when you've been hurt you really you know while you may acknowledge the person's situation you want them to acknowledge what the actual outcome of the behavior is like what effect it's had and so I think that's why we end up just at this crossroads with each other in relationships because we're arguing back and forth about you know but you did this and it felt like that and we're not really understanding that we each need understanding of the other person's perspective from both intentions and outcomes and to thoughtfully weigh that up as more of a calm and logical thing rather than getting caught up in shaming, blaming and reactiveness. So that's what I got to say. Um, Oh, the reason why I didn't, when I Googled that, I didn't find out about what virtue ethics, what the, you know, and, um, and deontology, what the kind of the, you know, because that's like intention and then there's the one that's outcome. And I'm pretty sure it starts with an E. I keep seeing the word E and it's like, ah, I think extrinsic, no, balls. Anyway, so... um, because instead what I found was a, a cool little video about um, Aristotle and his theories on virtue and how it's really um, how it really influenced the church um, yeah because his thing was if you are like there are a few people out there that just have really good characters they just do the right thing they're the kind of people you like to be around they've got they've just you know, they're swaggy or whatever, you know, they've just got that, that, you know, OG, that whole, like, happy high status, Keith Johnson would call it, um, the improv uh, guy, anyways, the guy that invented theatre sports, anyways... Yeah, so Aristotle and his idea about what makes a virtuous person and how to strive for being virtuous uh, is based on, like, modelling what these people are like and then, which is funny because that's Brené Brown, who I've just been looking at. She's She's got this whole thing about shame and about how, yeah, shame is something where we feel like it is us, ourselves. We are inherently, you know, bad because of a particular thing. And then guilt is, like, not, you know, 
uh, we don't identify it as ourselves, but rather as like something that we've done. So it's it's kind of easier to own guilt, and it's also more realistic because we're not, you know, we're we're capable of becoming new people. We we can we learn learn by our mistakes. You know, that's what it is to be human: is to make mistakes and keep making them, and then and hopefully eventually learn from them. So, yeah, and th- th- this idea of shame, you know, shaming people because of their behaviour and then, you know, making it about, like, their their character um, is, is really toxic in our culture. Um, you know, no matter who you are, I bet you've got people that are those kind of people and you can feel completely justified if you like but I think the whole um, thing of there being a those kind of people is ultimately dehumanizing of that group and we know what dehumanizing people does it's trouble and strife because they're still people, they have stories, they have reasons for being one of those kind of people. So anyway, that's my rant about morality and ethics and Aristotle and still don't know the name of the other darn thing. Uh, let's, let's go on a quick, I'm not uh, nearly at 10 minutes, but um, let's see if we can actually find it together. So are the um, Arist- the thing that I watched was Aristotle and virtue theory and um, cra- called Crash Course Philosophy. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go virtue ethics versus in my little search here. Um, ah, consequentialism. That's not, doesn't start with an E, that's a D. <laughs> Ah, consequentialism. So, um, yeah. <sighs> that, that's been driving me crazy. Consequentialism. <laughs> I'm wondering if I should read this out to you. Virtue ethics is currently one of three major approaches to normative ethics. It may initially be identified as the one that emphasizes the virtues or moral character, in contrast to the approach that emphasizes duties or roles, deontology, or that that emphasizes the consequences of actions, consequentialism. So, okay, so <clears throat> deontology and virtue ethics, I think, um, uh, let's see, deontology to em- approach that emphasizes duties or roles. So I guess that's like, yeah, that's splitting it up between like virtues is more about like who you are and deontology seems to be more about behavior, like how, how you behave in the world. And consequentialism, um, yeah, that's, I'm going, is that right? Is that, is that the, <laughs> yes. Uh, um, yeah, 
it's, it's pretty self-evident, the, the consequences of those actions. So, yeah, I, I think this is actually an interesting subject. I, I hope that it's <laughs> been interesting to you. But I, I think that it's helpful to understand how this is something that underpins our morality. We, we do this all the time. And I think it's handy to know these these kinds of mechanics so that you can make informed decisions rather than reactive ones, hopefully. It still takes a lot of time and practice. Believe me, I'm a aspiring ethicist and I sometimes feel completely subhuman myself because my behavior and even my intentions don't match up to my value systems at times so yeah it's a thing all right people 13 minutes that's way more than (laughs) we needed but this is partly just for me to have these thoughts articulated and I also really want to share this with mum hey shout out to Kate uh, check out her website, meta, M-E-T-A, communicate.com. She's pretty awesome. So, yeah, all right. Oh, there goes the, the air conditioner. I guess it's the right temperature. Thank you for listening. You're on Lulu Island. <laughs>